Why would you breathe? Because we're finally talking about it. I know. We're finally talking about network marketing. Yeah. It, um, it took, I felt like it took a lot of healing, a lot of uh, processing to mm. get to the point where it's okay to talk about it. Well, let's talk about it. Let's. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? With your host, Malcolm and Brittany Garrison. And you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. Uh, no, I think we should give preliminary stuff. So. Okay. Because they're not hearing the industry. They're not hearing about this um, this industry from anybody. You know, we actually did network marketing at a high level. <laughs> well, I think the preliminary is also like this is what this is where we built um, initially our influence of like why we even started a podcast or like uh, what makes us relevant. Um, yeah. that's where that beca- that developed, you know, like not only are we talking about network marketing from being in it, but this is what really got us on our, like everything that we've talked about for four seasons derives from in some way, shape or form network marketing. Literally. So, you know, I just, I just want to give people the preliminary, like, yeah. look, cause you know, I only say that because I look on YouTube, I look on social media. And you hear all these opinions about network marketing. Yeah, for sure. From people that have never joined a company. They've never yes. built a company. Or if they did join, they didn't make any money. They had a sour taste in their mouth. Right. And trust me, I get it. <laughs> but, but on the flip side of that, uh, you don't ever hear it from a perspective of somebody that has built a large organization, a, a, a full-time income. Without experience. Without experience. You never get to hear from the horse's mouth. Right. Of what the real experience is and what it really, really takes. Yeah. Um, because it does take a lot. And I think a lot of people have asked the question for easily to maybe going on three years of what happened to them Forex niggas. <laughs> Y'all remember Forex? Man, that was a time. <laughs> and when people always ask me, like, you know, um, what do you do or what did you do or what what was your intro in entrepreneurship? I'm always like, you remember that Forex era? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> and people all like you never have to say too much. You never yeah. They always get it. Yeah, we we definitely started a wave in Atlanta. Oh my um, gosh. There was we made it famous in Atlanta. It's really we're part of history. No, for sure. We that, really were a part it, of history. It definitely goes down in the history books, but I think we wanted to uh premise this episode talking about why it has taken us so long to actually delve into the topic like we have we have skirted around it on almost every episode we've done we talked about everything under the sun (laughs) we have never talked about what we actually made money from and what our business was we always mention a business we never talk about what the hell the business was yes (laughs) but why i mean what do you feel like? What what took you so long? I'll give my perspective, but what took you so long to want um, to, I guess, talk about it? What took me so long is I had to I had to sift through um, feelings. I had to sift through, like, I didn't want to, you know, use our platform and talk about it in a malicious way. Mm-hmm. 
but more so in just my experience way. Yeah, for sure. So I had to get through a lot of uh, trauma, mental trauma. My God. Um, a lot of just period, point blank trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into that, but it's just a lot of stuff I had to sift through mentally to be able to talk about it. Um, not from a distaste- distasteful way, but more so just from a real way. You know what I'm saying? Just from whatever anybody is thinking about the industry. Yeah. Uh, we here to give you the real on it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? No facts. I agree. And um, and what you don't know, maybe you'll have a different perspective on it. Yeah. What you've heard, what you've thought about, yeah, what, what you've you you considered, what, you what you've always wondered. Um, were you done? I mean, so kind of. Yeah. I, I I just like I said, I just needed time. Like you know how they say time, time and rest. rest. <laughs> time and rest. I needed time and rest. Yes. One from the industry, and also from um, discussing it and at in this regard. Yeah. Because it it can get dicey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I will say for me, it was more so like the same thing you said. Like you don't want to come from a, we never wanted to come from a negative standpoint simply because it was, um, it was what, what got our feet wet in entrepreneurship and a high level to be able to, um, do what we did with no experience and be able to really understand a lot of what it takes to be a leader, not just you know, in business because it's a different type of business than running your own. Yeah. Um, but what does it take to lead people? What does it take to lead yourself? What does it take to be motivated? Um, and how I had to sift through the hurt that came with um, the lows. And yeah. I think a lot of times when you hear from, I would say in 2023 for sure, when you're hearing from entrepreneurs, um, of course we want to hear all of the successes we want all of the successes (laughs) you want to hear about all the successes all the wins um but i don't think sometimes we get gritty enough with how to handle those lows and i think because that's not often a conversation because in the entrepreneurship space in the uh the the positive mentality space that's seen as you being negative and Mm -hmm. we never wanted this uh, topic to come off from a negative standpoint, there's people that, why is, why is multi-level marketing a scam and why you should never do this? It's a cult and it's a this, and it's, that's not the perspective we want to come from. Um, but it doesn't like this conversation doesn't come without hurt because there Mm -hmm. was some, there were some ways that the dismantling of that business. Okay. I guess I can no longer say that business. (laughs) (laughs) What can you say? What would you say? That's how we say it all the time on every episode, but this is actually the conversation about it. MLM business. Yes. But (laughs) the way that it, it dissolved, um, came with a little sour taste. You know what? That's part of the trauma though. Like, yes, it's hard to even, we refer to it as that business because it's hard to just say like MLM to the average person because, or that company, the name of the company. Cause they, they just have a, a negative, uh, connotation to them. Yeah, for sure. And people automatically think of it as a scam. Right. And it's, it's, it's. So let's, let's start there, I guess. Okay. Well, not even there. Let's start. How did we, what were we, think, what were we mind frame wise? What were you mind frame wise in before getting broke. into network marketing? Like, what were you thinking? Like, broke. You're broke. Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. Um, So my friend, let me talk about actually my initial introduction to <laughs> multi-level marketing. I came home and this might've happened to you. <laughs> you come home Facts. You definitely um, and I was working, I was uh, working for the government at the time. I come home, it was summer break or whatever. And I think I was like 19 and I come home. My parents are having this coffee and jazz mixer. 
bro, what are y'all doing? Literally, I come home like, why are there so many people? Mixer. Like my parents no, are like my parents are hosts, but like they're like hosts for the family or like you know right, what I'm saying, yeah, like yeah. your close friends. I don't know whose cars these are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know who these people are outside my yeah, house. house yeah. Um, young dude. Um, shout out to Ben. I still talk to him to this day. He gets out the car, plays a DVD. This is back when um, presentations used to be on DVDs. Um, <laughs> plays his DVD. Dude comes on the video. I'll talk about him in a minute. Um, dude comes on the video and got this nice house. And he's talking about how much money he's made. Got a Bentley, Ferrari yeah. in the video. And I'm like, dang, that's crazy. All this from selling coffee. It's crazy, and the right? thing was, I was a heavy coffee drinker because I used to have to be at work at 5 a.m. And so for me, I'm like, well, I already drink coffee. I can take this back. I'm so inspired. <laughs> the package was like $1.99. Or some, I think that was the lowest package. There were plenty of them, but the mm-hmm. lowest package were like one and I'm like, all right, cool, I could do that. I'll go get me some samples, whatever, whatever. My parents already had the stuff in the house, and I'm already like, like it was a great product. I'm not gonna lie, like I wish I could have some organic gold to this day, um, because it's great coffee. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I joined the company. I don't do anything. Why? Because I'm definitely afraid of talking to people. I'm definitely afraid of mm-hmm. sales, and I made one phone call that night. <laughs> I made one phone call that night. Because I was inspired, I got started, and um, the person I called said, the, the, why are you doing one of those things? You know that's a scam, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Right. My parents are <laughs> my parents are already doing it. So, so you think they're, they're part, part of a scam, scam too? <laughs> you know, oh, so um, I go to like a couple meetings or whatever. Um, needless to say, my big idea was to take it back on campus and take it to um, the Jam and Java. Mm-hmm. which was our coffee shop on on campus and to That's see crazy. if I can barter a deal where I sell them my coffee for them to now sell. It was a great idea. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm too scary for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm too scary for that. You know what I'm saying? So it never took off. Um, and that was my first experience in network marketing. The scary part most people deal with. That is what most people deal with, which is, you know, when you hear how um, the whole thing progressed, you'll be interested to know how how do you become you. But it's like mm-hmm. that was my start. So then when we moved to Atlanta, um, I'm just following entrepreneurs on the Internet, blah, 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 on Instagram or whatever in Atlanta, obviously, to get familiar with the um, the city and the people in it. And um, I come across this guy. <laughs> Are we naming names? Like, I don't I don't know like, how this goes. <laughs> you name, uh, I don't know. That's really, I don't know. I don't think we need to. We don't okay, need to cool. name so come across this guy. Um, People who know, who know. Yeah, if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, come across this guy on Instagram, and um, he was having an event. It was called a Millionaire Mixer. I'm like, yo, I moved to Atlanta because I'm about to get rich. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to change my life. I want to be a millionaire, so I should probably mix with millionaires. Right, right. right. Perfect marketing, Goofy, mm-hmm. for me because uh, I'm slow. Right. Um, if you've ever been, <laughs> if but, somebody's ever... Huh? Not just I wouldn't agree that you're slow. Oh, yes. I mean I'm not slow, but <laughs> nonetheless, thank you, I appreciate it. Um, anyway, so I'm like I want to be a millionaire, so I go mix with millionaires. Got God because it was an opportunity. Got God, you if you have been one of those commercials, like let's, if you've ever been got by a friend told them to come, told you to come with them real quick somewhere. Let's unpack it though. Let's unpack that because because I have a, a whole different. You do. I have a whole different skew on how I started in network marketing or like what I was thinking from this moment or before this, um, before that and in that moment, because you got to think about like, 
right, I, so I grew up right. seeing them. So before I get into life. what happens when we both have this encounter, mm-hmm. you go from your original encounter, your first look into network marketing. Yeah, my my first look into network marketing has been damn near my entire life. So because my, <laughs> my mom been in network marketing to this day, my entire life, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, my mom hasn't hit the the one percent or the ten percent that not even the, you know the top maybe I guess. 50%. Any percent. Any percent in the industry. So I'm seeing it from somebody that is continuously, you know, working the business, working the business, working the business, but they're hitting a wall all the time. They're mm-hmm. not really seeing any success. So for me, I'm thinking like this industry does not work. Like literally people are banging their heads against the wall trying to sell you sell stuff and they're not having success. This, this is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So when we do, you know, get involved, and we go we go to Atlanta. We now come to this mixer. <laughs> I would, the reason why I want you to unpack that is because this is why people call it a scam. Is because typically they get marketed, bamboozled. They they get they get lured to to an event. They get lured to yeah. somewhere where it may be like, hey, we having a barbecue. No, and, nah, I hate those. And, now listen, I will say, don't ever do they, that. Because all right, so they literally they literally to the house. Hey, we giving have you a, a barbecue kickback, and then next thing you know, I'm pulling out a pen and paper and a whole yes. presentation. But that wasn't like that. This was an actual yeah, no, event, though. Like you know what I'm saying? This was a whole whole. This event. was actually an event, and and I was attracted to the marketing. Now, what it was when I got there, I went there for the my intent was still right, and the information still had the credibility to be able to position you to do that. What people need to understand about multi level marketing and network marketing is just because it didn't work for you just because it didn't work for your auntie and your uncle and your mom and your dad and your grandparents doesn't mean that it's a scam and I think what we have to demystify in our community is just because I don't understand it or I don't know anybody that has been successful doesn't make it a scam and that's what that's what drives most people away the parts that drive most people away isn't what the actual driver away should be most people most people don't realize they call it a scam because you make money when you recruit people mm-hmm. right what's scammy about that no i i don't think it's, i don't think that's the scammy part i think the scammy part no but that's i don't think we don't think not yeah, from our perspective that's definitely not the scamming part that's not the part from not from our perspective i'm talking about from the average person's perspective that's the original scam piece is yeah. that i only make money if i recruit well i think people don't understand the difference between ponzi and mlm i think that's the toting line okay is that can people, you break it down the uh, ponzi and uh, all right so People don't want to hear this though. Like that's I used to argue with people about this. Like your job is <laughs> oh god, yeah, because that that argument is the worst. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> no, essentially, like essentially, I just don't think that we make the correlations to the different types of businesses that operate the yeah. same exact way. Yeah, every, everything ops- operates in a pyramid structure. Yes, because there's hierarchy in everything. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, but with a Ponzi, we talking about people. You're only getting paid out what people put in. Right. Susus. Susus. That's a Ponzi. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Typically, Ponzi's operate in the financial world. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about like when you're when you're giving your money to somebody to make you more money, but they're not going to make you more money. They're going, whatever you deposit, they're paying out people as in dividends and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. 
that's what a Ponzi is. There's no there's there's an exchange of money, but there's no product. Right, you and that's the difference between multi level marketing is that you're right. actually getting something for what you're paying for, and that's where people miss it in regards to um you know it's just a a, a scheme a pyramid scheme or it's a scam. It's like okay, um. Uh, a scheme is like Malcolm said is when you're exchanging money for money and there's no product involved any company that you ever get involved with like I said my first one was coffee mm-hmm. my second one was credit repair right I think I don't know I was so bad at that business I don't even know what it was um, but the product is coffee what I paid one ninety nine for was the package of sample coffee to be able to now do my own meetings to share with people how they can be profitable in the coffee business. Now, what people miss is just because you're not a good good salesman doesn't make the situation a scam. Doesn't make the whole thing a scam just because you weren't good at it. And typically in in the black community for sure, um, I know it happens worldwide, but I can only speak for it. The majority of my organization was black. Um, But in our community, that's what we deem the scam is Mm -hmm. that I wasn't good enough. And if it didn't work for me, it cannot be right. Yeah, and I think so. That's that's was that's what's actually good and bad about the the industry, is that anybody can join. That's the good thing about it. And the bad part is anybody can join. <laughs> so that means like that means like somebody that isn't good at all that has that has tactics that are predatory. Mm-hmm. They also get into the business and they get into the business with the same low barrier entry as you do. Mm-hmm. And if they're looking to build a business, if they're marketing it in a certain way it will come off as scammy no and i agree about that because i mean i had to shift from that perspective even Mm -hmm. when i was beginning in the business so fast forward to the conversation we were having we go to this meeting we don't know it's a meeting but it turns out to be a meeting (laughs) and we've all been to one of those things where not a barbecue but like when your friends like pull up with me i got this networking event blah 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 i always push mine as a yo pull up i got this bomb network event going on with a bunch of entrepreneurs in atlanta which is true i just am also going to sell you something (laughs) you know what i'm saying um and we get there we end up having to leave because i think you had to do something for work or something like that or i had to pick you up i don't remember um but the gentleman that invited us was like yeah let's do lunch so we go to lunch with him later that week and you know i'm i have told y'all a million times i'm an opportunist um jesus christ what is happening with my mouth I'm an opportunist um, and I love opportunity. I was new to Atlanta. I was looking for something to do. I was looking for something to be excited about. Um, And when you're a good marketer and you're great at sales and you're good with people, Mm -hmm. it is easy to inspire somebody into what they can believe they can do. And that is the premise of this in this, this whole multi-level marketing um, industry is truly about self-empowerment. And when you can empower a person who may not have hope today or may be looking for something and maybe just wants something better and I just wish I could or, you know, all the things that we've said to ourselves, I could just make an extra thousand dollars if I could just this, if I could just this, if I had just one opportunity, then I would this. If you can have somebody help somebody in your meeting and your presentation and your offer, believe that of themselves, that that's what they can do. You can become profitable in this space, but those are the type of people it takes. So it didn't take much for me because I was hungry and I literally, and, uh, and in ambition. Um, but I also needed something to believe in. I wanted something to build. I wanted an opportunity to create wealth when the, when the, uh, 
when when the price comes, I asked Malcolm for his card because I didn't have no money. <laughs> yeah, I was not with it. Um, I was not with it at first. You weren't with that at all. I wasn't with it at all. I honestly didn't understand the product or anything like that. To this day. Um, to this day, I still don't know what that product was when we joined that company. But piggybacking on what you're saying, like th- that is why there's going to always be somebody joining a network marketing company mm-hmm. is because there is a play on that emotion of you need, you need more money. You do. You're not where you want to be. You're not. And what you've been doing, this feels like a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. So if I present you an opportunity that plays to every single emotion that you've been feeling, you're going to be more open to, you know, to join that opportunity and and sell what that what that product is. That's psychology. Of That's sales, the psychology though. of but, sales. You know what I'm saying? I think, but the, the thing about stuff like that is like it's not bad because in anything it's done. It's done to sell you season tickets to Six Flags. It's done to sell you the newest iPhone. Like iPhone, I mean Apple does a keynote where they show you all the great features of why you don't need another iPhone. Your iPhone works fine. Mm-hmm. You you don't. But because of the way that they present it and the things that they do to play on your psychology makes you feel like I have to have this. And so, you know, it's just psychology. And a lot of people like a lot of people don't realize that's all it is. If you want to sell anything, one, you have to understand sales to just get ahead in life in general. Yeah, you do. No, for real. Like this. You know what I'm saying? And that's what people, when it comes to multi-level marketing, don't realize this is what I have to do. And when you realize that, that's when you can run up a bag. Most people realize, I actually don't want to do that. Yeah, because most people don't want to deal with rejection. They and don't. That, and, that's the, and that's the biggest part. Like, if you don't want to deal with rejection, it's going to feel uncomfortable for somebody to go out there and recruit. It's very hard. And then if. It's because if, it's the if, people that know you. Yeah, but if, if that's what's being like push to you like hey recruiting 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 and you already are are not self-aware of mm-hmm. your insecurity because that's really what it what stems from is the insecurity that i don't want to go ahead and talk to people about this thing most of the time when you when you do become the um the the 10 percent or the one percent it's because you truly truly believe in a product you have to get to a space and that's mentally, what, but that's what gets us to where we got you're to. delusional you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes and so let's get to how we get into this company so that's my first experience our first our second yeah. experience together malcolm used to be like i don't understand why you're doing this but as he told you he already had like the mom trauma where he's like i've watched my mom not like like this is not successful i already know this so here you go <laughs> not profit, another yeah. not profitable person which i wasn't i made 30 35 30 in like a made year 35 dollars in a year so <laughs> ride with him ride with us on this uh journey <laughs> so um same individual decides he's transitioning the companies and like i said like you call me and you like yo Britt, i'm not about to be doing this no more um i'm moving forward you I'm not you know you don't have to move i'm the person that's gonna be like what's the move all day what's the move where we at what we doing what mm. we doing what you what you doing we doing and that's me and when i finally see the opportunity for me um this is where forex comes into play three things that i saw 10.3 million dollars was it 7.3 million at the beginning i don't know i mean trillion 7.3 trillion dollars a day i can't even remember it. i used to spark that back in my hand I saw how much money was circulating in the market mm-hmm. every day. Um, I saw $10,000 a month. 
Um, cause at the time I was still in my babysitting bag, uh, air, uh, Uber bag. Like I wasn't making money like that. And I saw $10,000 a month when I saw $10,000 a month, I knew my life could be different. Mm -hmm. And, and that was enough for me. That was enough for me. Most compensation plans for companies. I don't understand how we're going to make money. Yeah, no, they'd be complicated. They'd be so like, complicated. It's 107 ways that you can get paid. And that's, I'll just take to get you most of the I time. need the most simplest thing possible. So when I saw $10,000 a month and I saw at the time $7.3 trillion um, a day, uh, trillion dollars a day um, in the market, mm -hmm. I said, this is going to be it. Also, because I knew that you wanted to learn Forex already. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was never about Forex. And that's what a lot of people don't say. Like, I'm selling the product of you learning about Forex, but that's not what I was doing. That was not what I was here to do. Yeah. You I, know? And I think that's what, I think that's what kind of separated us is that we didn't like, we didn't try to act like we were making a ton of money from the market oh, for yeah. people to, to join, you know, the business. We literally came from the space of uh, getting educated. Now, we t we'll talk about, you know, that stuff. But I think that's what kind of separated us is that we were not trying to say, hey, you're going to get rich tomorrow yeah. from this. Because we wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't. We Our didn't first profit was way. 83 cents. You know what I'm saying? Jackpot. So, and we, and we use that. We use that story to now, I guess, inspire a, a whole. Well, because the thing was, thing let's be real. The reason that. Um, people were so hesitant about the whole thing is because most people had never heard about Forex, which neither had we before yeah. we moved to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So if most people haven't heard about this um, industry at all financially, it sounds like a scam. I literally had somebody tell me. Um, I was telling them about, you know, the whole thing. I was training. I was at the studio at the time. This was somebody who was Norwegian. Like, you came to America from Norway, right. in which you have a different currency. Things like the Norwegian krong or something like that. <laughs> you telling me that trading Forex, right? Trading foreign exchange currency Something is that, a scam. That is really done, yeah. As you probably did it to come to the States. Yeah. And so it was in those moments, like, I think you become really delusional um you have to to be successful at anything let's just be honest you have to be really locked in on it you do i i, I mean just specifically in the network marketing space you gotta be full-on damn delusional and believe believing in one your ability mm -hmm. and believing in the company and product because you this is like an uphill battle it's an uphill Ooh. battle with bricks like you'll on never your back. experience in your life you know what i'm saying because Literally every day, you're going to be called a scammer. You're going to be called oh my gosh. the same thing every day. And to persevere from it, you got to be a certain individual that is honestly, you, like you said, you were dead broke. You, 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 you had your a back is in, you had, I think when, when your, your back, back is, is against, against the wall, the wall that that's is the, the best. <laughs> that's the people that are targeted the not the most, but they're they're targeted, and those are the people that do well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You like, have to people that we've seen this all the time people come to the business they had influence they have numbers of people that follow oh them gosh. already so lit and they just think that they're going to come into this business and do and, one instagram and post and do one instagram post and a call and then everybody's going to join them and they're forgetting that there is skill sets that you have to acquire there are in order for you to build the build the network and we've seen people fall flat on their face like and, and 50,000 followers but 
no one joins you because you know what I'm saying. And that's the crazy. Not, that's the part that joining. I, it's it's not even that you're not worth joining. It's like you you realize people's confidence. And this is uh, something I'll, I'll plug in right here is like environment is important. And a lot of people don't want to get into the full. They don't want to fully immerse. Right. Um, one what we learned very early on is that events were the most powerful part of this business. Why? Because um, I used to feel this way about church. Right. When I was younger, it's it's one thing to go to school where you don't know who goes to church. Mm-hmm. Right. It's another thing to know that you're going to a youth camp or a youth retreat where I can pray freely. I can worship freely. Mm-hmm. I can do all this stuff freely because everybody who's here is here for that. Even if you're my friend, even if you cuss at home, even if you do all this other stuff, even if I know your sins, your transgression, your transgress, what Jesus Christ, <laughs> even if I know what you got going on, <laughs> it's giving porky pig today. Um, even if I know what you got going on, you know what I'm saying? I under, like we can come together in this place in solidarity and worship God and not feel no way and worry about who's judging us and all the stuff like that. Like you would feel if you was just at regular public school, mm-hmm. you're not about to go to the cafeteria and just stand on top of the table and say, let's worship everybody. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt the same. That's what those events did, right? Where you finally got into a room and everybody who's here believes that this is going to work for them. Everybody who's here believes that they're going to be the next six figure earner, next seven figure earner, next eight figure earner. Everybody in this room wants to cross the state. They want to be recognized. There's so what? many different things. What? How, like how, how do people get there? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause what people don't, listening to this what they what they don't know on the inside you know what i'm saying on the outside like how do people get to that point you have to go into like i said most people will not fully immerse themselves and what i mean by fully immerse themselves is if somebody says you need to be at this event they don't look at it like i need to be there yeah and And that's what changed for both of us that's our buy-in wasn't until we went to our first event in vegas yeah and then marketing like this is why they they put on events is because the environment is what is what builds the belief in you to be able to go out there and take all these no's. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yes. You coming out of that feeling you, like a gladiator. You coming out of there <laughs> feeling like you're going to run through a wall. You know what I'm saying? But but you need that. You need that as the fuel because when you get out into the field, you're going to experience no after no after no. Mm-hmm. And you got to need to persevere to be able to find the diamonds in the rough. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. And And you get to see the people that have made money. Um, and you know, you might see them in a the hallway, see them in the bathroom. You can shake their hands. You can ask their ask them the, your questions, like, "How did you get here?" Mm-hmm. Which you know gets you into the mindset of "I can do this" because we we understand how to ask questions and answer questions. And so, if I have to go from my first event being in the back of the, you know, you're in the back of the room, the back of the back of the back of the room, yeah, can't see anything, can't see shit, but you're excited. Um, and you get to the front of the, and your whole objective is to get to the front of the room. And the way that you do that is to continue to make more money. Do you think, do you think you have to be a certain, like, you have to have like a certain personality type to kind of really win in that, in, in this industry? You think? Um, no, okay. I don't because I've seen all types of personalities win. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know that's what I'm true. saying? I think I think prior to What is the common denominator then? Oh, think? it's definitely you if you understand personality types like it's really the person that's goal oriented, um, but money driven and self starter. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree. Um, I can those agree. are the individuals like that's me. I tell y'all all the time, like my personality type gives it all day. I've taken plenty plenty of these tests. 
<laughs> and I know that my personality mm. type is a red, I'm a shark. That's what it's labeled as. You are the goal-oriented person. You are the self-starter. You are the person that's like, tell me how, I've told y'all, tell me how we're going to make the money. If you can direct me on exactly what I need to do, I can follow instructions well enough to, if you telling me that this is going to make me $10,000 a month, they show me how to make $1,000. They show me how to turn that 1000 into 10 Mm-hmm. And when you can master that, if you can master that, you can master what they say. All I did was follow the blueprint. And a lot of people don't want to, I think just a lot of people don't want to do what it takes. Absolutely. Because it takes a lot. No one, no one, there's no way everybody could want to do what it actually takes to win in that market. That's why it's like a 97% fail rate. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And honestly, the thing is, who you I think network marketing showed me a lot of who I was I had a period of time where the closer we got to our first six-figure position uh, really our first two thousand dollars a month I remember Mm -hmm. sitting on the couch one day and I knew I feel like I this is just a characteristic obviously but the closer I get to knowing how capable I am of doing something and being great Mm -hmm. I pull back Mm -hmm. because I started to see what I started to see the influence that we were developing. I started to see, cause we didn't know anybody in Atlanta. Like we Let's built, definitely talk about that. Yeah. Like we didn't know anybody in Atlanta. A lot of people feel like you got like the people that I knew didn't do it. The people that I knew didn't do it. The people that I thought would have been great at it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Yeah. And yeah. so literally we actually met people who introduced us to other people and introduced us to more people. And that's how we built our network. And a lot of people aren't willing to start to teach people what they're learning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all we did. When we started, Malk started learning how to trade for real, like the basics to that. Let me show the newest person what I learned doing it for five months. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It was like each one teach one type of thing. That's yeah. kind of how we started to build it. So each one teach one vibe. And to me, I just think there is an intangible that you, you pretty much – that I've seen that everyone that has reached kind of the highest heights of it, mm-hmm. there's an intangible um, trait that they have. What is that? I, it's hard. It's hard to quantify because you got to be somebody that that's uh, that people want to follow. And, you know, to, in order to build your influence in the market, that's really what it is. Like you have to uh, be a person of influence and you have to be able to grow your influence. You have to be somebody that somebody wants to follow willingly because so, people can so, leave at any time. Okay, so help me understand this, right? If you say that, if you look at me in 2016, mm-hmm. 2017, the person who's not necessarily a person of influence, right? You thought you wasn't. That's the difference. You thought you wasn't. Everything you've ever done, you've always been in a leadership role. You see what I'm saying? So it it translated, that, that skill set translated into network marketing. And what people typically don't possess is like the leadership skills mm-hmm. and that has to be developed. But also there is an intangible where if you could, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, okay, we would see somebody, we would see somebody come into the room and before you, before you get them involved, you can kind of tell if they're going to be a leader or not. Like you can kind of tell. You can kind of, you can I, I, I saw this all the time. I was I was brilliant at noticing this. If somebody was going to be somebody of influence, you can always tell when they walk in the room. Mm-hmm. So because there that? is a presence there. There is a presence. Like, do you when you walk into a room, 
do you have a certain presence about you that somebody will look and, and notice you and want to follow? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. everyone that I've seen do well had that. Yeah. Or they developed it over time. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the other part is just time. Time. Like people have to look at like we joined that company in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran we didn't make our first six figures. I mean, our first ten thousand. We didn't have our first ten thousand dollar month until eighteen months later. And a lot of people yeah. will give it one minute, two calls, <laughs> and they'll give up. You know, and that's the biggest issue. But I want. I want to. I don't know if you want to talk about. Do you want to talk about this in this episode or what, what, what about? Like the distinguished, I think one of the issues with this company and what happened was the blurred lines between Forex and network marketing. I think they can kind of be for the second, second okay. part, but I feel, I see, I, I know what you mean for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think, so the premise of what we're getting at with this is like, there's a certain type of person that you have to be. And and the reason why a lot of people fail and you can ask yourself if you've, if you've had ambition to do this at some point, like when you left the meeting and you just signed up and you're like, we're about to get rich. <laughs> right. What was the, the common denominator for most people is that I don't want to call my friends and family and tell oh, them yeah. that I have found something that's going to make us rich because I know they're not going to believe me. And all the self-doubt is what stops most people of what they think other people are thinking when they make that call. I know I know the feeling. I know exactly what it feels like. I know how it goes. I used to call people literally shaking, bro. Yeah, because you think about your you're not really trained to sell anything. You're not. You're not trained to sell anything, but yet you're you're, you're about to giving a, a peak phrase like that. I think that's what kind of probably needs to start changing. You know, in this industry, is that people need to be way more equipped to be able to sell. You know what I'm saying? Sell a product or service because we're talking about somebody that has never probably done it. They probably never sold anything in their life, but yet now they got a cold call. That is the hardest. But you're part only cold calling them. To get them to somebody else. Now, what makes it easier is because they know the person. You think that's what makes it, that's actually what Hopefully. makes it harder. Well, yes, but I'm saying like it'll, what makes it harder is that you know them and them they know you. That that's that's most people's biggest struggle <laughs> is that the people that they call and they know you, they know you don't Nigga. take shit seriously. They know you don't do you don't do what you I say you're going to do. Had, remember I told you that I <laughs> had a friend. I had a friend that I called about it. Somebody who also had been overseas. Literally, people. I'm like, these niggas are crazy. They're <laughs> literally telling me this doesn't work, and they have been doing it for years. Right, right, right. But you haven't done it digitally, so obviously that means it doesn't work. And so. um I had a friend that told me, like, Brett, you always just trying stuff. How I know you even going to stick this out? <laughs> Honestly, I had a chip Dang. on my shoulder. To be honest, Dang. I had a chip on my shoulder with this whole thing. Like, I'm going to show I, I saw a video, same dude that invited us to the, biz- to the first event, to this business. Um, saw a video, and one of the things that he said at the end of the video is, you already know what happens if you quit. Mm-hmm. Find out what happens if you stay. And I'm like, dang, that's a fact, boy. I'll be on to the next thing with the quickness if it don't work tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> let me let me see something through. And I needed that. You know what I'm saying? Because now I don't have the I don't have an issue starting something and knowing, all right, cool, I'm going to give this two years. I'm going to give this five years mm-hmm. to start to be profitable or to work effectively because I've already been there and done that. I have done it the slow way. Right. Which was still fast because a lot of people don't make 
their first $10,000 in business at 18 months still. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a a network. Let me say this. Network marketing is the greatest way to start your entrepreneurship journey if you're serious about being one. Because of those intangibles that you talked about. Like, do you really want this, bro? Are you really willing to go through what it takes to build this to get a clientele i don't care if it's real estate i don't care if it's insurance i don't care if you want to do lashes i don't care if you want to be a nail tech i don't care if you want to sell beepers bro what you have to understand is that you have to develop a clientele you have to understand psychology of selling to people if you want to be a life like all of these things are the intangibles that I share with people all the time when they're getting into different businesses that require that it's like, Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just going to like, you can't just get licensed to do something mm-hmm. and just sit there and hope people come to yeah. you. Yeah, people got- Are you open for business? Like if you started a restaurant, would yeah. you just sit there and watch the cars drive by? No. Yeah. That, that, that is one thing I would say, like, like whenever marketing, you got to learn how to market. You got to learn how to sell. You got to learn how to talk to people. You got to learn how to connect. You got to have customer service skills. You really learn all these things on the fly which is why i think it'll it'll make you that much more successful in anything else you work no, you wind sure. up doing you know what i'm saying because you're learning all those things on your own but the trap yeah is right, that well, let's, let's, let's talk about it the <laughs> trap is um two things when you start making money it becomes if it ain't broke don't fix it hmm. from what not you only yourself like all right, I'll put it to you like this. It took us 18 months to make our first $10,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. We made six figures that year. But it only took us six months to go from 10000 to twenty-five. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. It only took us uh, maybe like nine months to go from twenty-five to 50 Correct. So what is my next thought? Oh, we could do 100 We could do it in four months. We could do it in 90 days. We could do it because I've now gotten addicted to the fast pace that I can create for myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but the other thing is um, from a, from a, a environmental standpoint is that's what's preached to you. It's like, yo, stick and stay. You'll get your pay. I yeah, used to it's, it's, the, it's the little sayings that, that stick in your mind. But it's, but it's like the thing when we talk about trauma, like the trauma of it is that those things are actually true. But it doesn't, when you're in the bubble, that's what I call it. When you're in the bubble, it seems as though these things, these principles, these tactics, the things that you're doing only apply here. Right. Because you're so, right. when we talk about delusion, we're really talking about being locked in. Like anything that you want to do successfully, you have to lock in, bro. Yeah. And, but in that space, the lock in is something crazy. Right. It is like being in an alternate universe. Well, you got to think about the root. So when you think about culture, the root word is cult. Yeah. And you have to think about, like, you have to immerse yourself in, into, like, a cult-like energy in order for you to be energized enough to even continuously do this thing. Like, people understand, like, that. that's why network marketing is so powerful. Like, that's this, why this people will why be people in it for, for decades and listen, never make listen, a y'all, dime. Listen, y'all, I've seen people do this for decades and not come out making $600 a, a year because they stay for one, the people they may stay for uh, just the environment, the positive energy. Y'all think about it. When people go, you know, in their day to day lives, they're not around people that tell them that they can do anything. Facts. Your they're family. Not, they're not around job. people that can tell them that they can accomplish anything. Yeah. So when you get around a group of people 
that uh, that are telling you that you can accomplish something, whether it is true or not, whether you you know have the ability or not, it 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 feeds a hunger that you don't even know that's there. Oh my god! So when you when y'all are like trying to judge people on like why people uh stay when they ain't making no money, mm-hmm. thinking like you going like, all these vents jumping up around you know, because they're thinking that it can never be them. I promise you, it can be you. It should if be you. it feeds you if it feeds you in a way that you you may need something. You but know here's what I'm the thing: is what I just said is that it when you're in it or you're out of it, you it seems as though you can only do it in that space. Right. Like I I need right, one of those right too. now. You know what I'm saying? I need, uh, and I'm grateful that we went beyond that to like a Bob Proctor before he passed, or like um, a John Maxwell or Tony Ro- Tony Robbins. I didn't really need that one, but <laughs> that one was good. But you know what I'm saying? But it's like being in those places. Those yeah. like around like-minded individuals for you to get rejuvenated from a space of things that I don't know that I need or um, the motivation or the mindset or the skill sets that I need to be effective with what I'm doing. And most people won't make it to one of those events so they can never actually fully buy in right. to what it is that you do. When you go to one of those, you literally can't wait to the next one because you know what it now does. One for you before your business. And when you actually start to become successful at that, you start to want other people people to be in the same space when you can get people to these events that's what changed the whole business mm-hmm. Absolutely, you get people in that room there's some stuff that you can't tell everybody some stuff people are not going to hear from you um directly like i <laughs> i never forget um uh, one of my uh, business partners he went to an event i had been telling him this four months he comes out the event his first event he comes out this event, like oh my god Brent, did you hear what he said blah 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 same stuff I've been telling you mm-hmm. in my mind. That's what I said. I said, bro, incredible, isn't it? <laughs> because he couldn't hear it from me. One, I was his peer. Right. This, this that's the skill that people. This is the skill that we mastered. We mastered getting the fuck out the way. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like we mastered like hell yeah. Hear it from somebody else other than me, because we understand. We understood the psychology of people. We understood like if you see me as a peer, you're not gonna you're not gonna take what I say and and apply it like you would if you hear it from somebody that you truly truly respect you know, you know if i'm only making five thousand dollars and you making a thousand but you hear this from the person that's making five hundred thousand in a month correct you oh it's, it's simple it's, it's simple math you know what i'm saying and but it's things that like that that people don't get out of their own way about and they want to be in the forefront of everything and this is why some people never make the potential money that they could make in that industry it's because they want to be the person that everyone listens to. And for us, we didn't get we didn't give a shit who we listened to. If, I'm, even I'm, if it I'm wasn't the us, quickest to be like we just wanted you to learn the skill sets that we were learning on how to build it. Even you know if you saying? gotta learn from the horse's mouth. Even if you gotta learn from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Um, so that that is a separator. That that that's what separates people. The haves and have nots, honestly. It is what it is. And you gotta and the motive motivation. Like for me, like I told y'all, I had a chip on my shoulder because of what everything what everybody was telling me. So in my mind, everything became I'm gonna be first. <laughs> I'm gonna be the first to make ten thousand a month for this guy. And when I did that, be the first to make twenty five thousand a month for this guy. When we did that, and be the first to help somebody make t- like it was the it was like it was a it, you have to markers goal like I understand goal setting but I don't feel like I'd ever accomplished anything that I set out to do that wasn't put on me like go to college and get your degree like mm-hmm. okay that's a attainable goal because I'm already here you know what I'm saying but not something I said I would do 
outside of moving to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. something I said I would do. And I actually did it financially and changed, you know, yeah. my life. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's the beginning. You said that's the beginning. I mean, because when I think about this episode, I'm thinking about two, there's two different people that's probably listening to this episode. There's somebody that wants to learn how to build a network marketing company because they're already in one. And there's somebody that they've tried it, they don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. And I guess what would you say to both of those people? when it comes to this industry? I would say if you're in it and you're looking to become successful, you need to find the right people to follow, um, get you some mentorship, um, have you a dinner or a lunch or make the phone call to the person that's actually um, doing this at a high level, but listen to everything that they tell you to do. Most people will mm-hmm. only have as listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'll do the parts that they're comfortable with. Um, one of the things I know we did was get uncomfortable. I'm not comfortable doing this. I'm not used to talking. I tell people my story all the time is that I have a degree in music, vocal performance um, to sing because I hated talking. You know what I mean? Um, so to build a, you know, a seven figure business from using my mouth, mm-hmm. talking and not singing was crazy to me because that's what I hated doing. But when you put yourself in position to stretch, um, to grow, but following like y'all success is boring business is boring it's literally doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and improving policies processes and procedures in your skill set um but you got to find somebody to actually put you on game on you know how to do that and then do those things that's for the person that's in it that wants to win um and what was the other thing there's somebody that's you know they they joined network marketing and or they heard of it they think it's a scam they never they never joined it or they don't believe in it um what would you say to them if you don't believe in it you don't want to join one take your mouth off of it i think there's nothing mm. wrong with not wanting to do it there's nothing wrong with not wanting to be right. a part there's nothing wrong with not, right. with not wanting right. to be involved but you don't need to i feel like the people that don't want to do that just take that position and let that be um it's the people that don't want to do it and then you have all to say about it that I will always have an issue with, whether I'm in it or I'm not. You know what I mean? Um, and if you're in it and you're interested in it, then just try it. But you have to be willing to get uncomfortable in order for you to actually be profitable. And if you're not willing to be uncomfortable, don't waste your time. Yeah. And people won't tell you don't waste your time because the truth of the matter is we get paid when you sign up. <laughs> Literally. At the end of the day, don't let nobody tell you that, yeah, we say that we in it for the people. But the truth of the matter is if I'm broke, I signed up to make money. Eventually it yeah, got I to be about I didn't sign up the... for people when I first signed up. No, not at all. You know I, got, I got started. Like I learned to like, love. <laughs> yeah, and, I learned and to enjoy, want this for people. the people that I met. But I didn't get in business for people. I got in business Absolutely to, to make not. a profit. I didn't get in business for friends. None of that. I made them along the way. Love y'all very much. However, that was not my intent. Um excuse me, and depending on the business model, depending on the compensation plan, at the end of the day, you get paid for everybody who signs up and people who sign up people. So um, sometimes we get real reckless with that and we will go sign up Tom, Dick, and Harry because I'm going to get paid regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And But like you said, the issue is that everybody can join and the issue is that everybody can join. I mean, the the great part is that everybody can join and the issue is that everybody can join when, you know, as much as people want to say, Forex wasn't for everybody. It really wasn't. What happened to them forex niggas? What happened to them forex niggas? <laughs> um, no, I think, I think it's um just to to, to piggyback on what you said, mm-hmm. saying to those two people, um, you got to be a carbon copy 
of somebody, if you're looking willingly. to willingly be a carbon copy of somebody um, and model after somebody, like literally to the T, if you're trying to have the results that they have, but then you have to be, you have to do some, some introspective work. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be self-aware, like, can I lead at that capacity? That's where people get it mis- mm, misunderstood. That's good. Say that again. Can you can you lead at that capacity? What like does the, that mean? The, to be able to lead a group of hundred, group of two hundred, a group of a thousand, group of five thousand, group of fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Do you have that capacity to lead that many people? And most people don't have the honest, the honest answer to themselves. Like, can can I even? Do I have the willingness to grow to that type of person? To 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 have fifteen thousand people lean on that's, me because that's that's what it takes. You have 5, to become a different person. You know what I'm saying? You you have to become a whole different person. That means being in personal development day and night, day and night, day and night. <laughs> um, trying to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, most people aren't working on themselves. Mm-mm. This is why. This is why I'm telling y'all people like this is why most people don't make it in network marketing. They don't want to listen to will. the audio. They don't. They, they, they don't want to listen to the, the events. Audios. They won't go to the events. They won't do the introspective work. They don't have that it. It just what is what it is. Like, and you can develop the it by doing the intangible things like that. Like mm-hmm. doing the things that people aren't willing to do, and. Like, like I said, they're not bad if they don't want to do that. No, that's completely fine. Just know that that's why you're not. Just making know you money. will lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just know you won't make any money. It doesn't make it a scam. That's just not your prerogative. You just don't want to do the stuff. And I think the more people that are honest about that piece, like I was talking to one of my homegirls uh, not too long ago, she was like, "Brent, I hated that I did. I, you know, I couldn't find the time to learn forex and 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 you know, go all in. And it's like, you know, when I do something, I want to go all in on it, and I just hated letting you down. You were more concerned about me than you were about you." Yeah. You were more concerned about what it would feel like or look like to me than you being successful at it. That's the differentiator right there is that it was never, I'm already making money doing this. I'm just mm-hmm. putting you on game. And so if you can't do this for to the capacity that you want to because you want it like that, then like you have to want it. And I think the more people that, and honestly, our friendship didn't change nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like I mean, this is one of my oldest friends, literally known her my whole life. But I'm just like, bro, you good? Like I'm okay. I'm okay <laughs> right. because my money. Not let not, me down. Like you're not letting me down, and you're not letting you down. I think the more people that are just honest about that, and the people, you know, um, like I said, the truth of the matter is, we're not gonna tell you that when we really building this jump. <laughs> no, they're not gonna. Everybody tell counts. Everybody can get this work. That's what y'all are not gonna tell you. They won. Just not that good. You think people would actually say that? No, no. But that's what we be thinking. Absolutely. But some, and then there's some people you can't get skilled. And there's some people that don't have that in factor. There's some people that don't have the look, like Malk said. But they are effing hustlers, bro. That's true. I have seen people that you will make it have made money just because they had the grit, the wherewithal to go through the process. The nose. And those people. Those people, I always get excited when they, I was one, I feel like I was one of those people. You say I had to it, whatever. But to me, I had the grit. You know what I'm saying? I had the, I was a goal. Like, yo, if I could just get this one more person, four people to this one event. No, like it's the small stuff and you got to be willing to take every single stepping stone. Yeah, no, that's right. All right, let's, I mean, let's talk this part of the show. Obviously, 
It's called the comment section. Mm, there's plenty of comments. And there's plenty of comments regarding network marketing. For sure. And all the misconceptions and mm-hmm. everything else. So um, one of the first questions for this one was, um, are there any risks or downsides to being in a network marketing company? I would say, okay, risks and downsides. There, there are there's quite a number of both, I think. All right, so risk-wise, there's not financial risk, but there is mental health risk. Mm, explore. Um, I say that because you're going, you're going into a space where it is not the environment that you're used to. Mm-hmm. Say if you if you have the opportunity to go to an event, or somebody lures you, you know, to an <laughs> event mm-hmm. by way of taking you to a barbecue. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you got a presentation going. Please no gimmicks. Side note. Yeah, please no gimmicks because then it works. But. You're going. You're going to a space that you're that you have no idea what that effect is going to do on mm. you psycho- psychologically. Yeah. Meaning, any any need that you may have, any desire that you may be desiring, or any lack of confidence that you may you may exemplify 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 that will be shown within probably an event that you may go to why i say that is because these events are put on for a reason Mm -hmm. they're put on for a reason because they're there to motivate you to do something that you wouldn't normally do if you were by yourself Mm -hmm. that's why you got to get into the environment Mm -hmm. that's why they always preach you got to get to the you got to get to an event you got to get to an event because it's it's a it's a um it's not supernatural (laughs) it's not let's not say wait a minute it's not supernatural but there is something that happens to you when you when you start to actually believe what they actually have to offer Mm -hmm. so if you start believing it to the point where you conceive it okay now you can achieve it no 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 (laughs) we're not going there you you will start you will start to now personify or 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 uh be an advocate forever whatever that product is yes and if you go down that rabbit hole long enough you will find yourself there for you you might have been there a year two years three years now in there you're in there now you're in the bubble you are in the culture Mm -hmm. and it is hard to break free of that culture mentally it's extremely extremely hard to break free of that culture and what i mean by that is you may feel like you may have no other way to make a million dollars. You may, this how we felt. We felt like there was no other way on God's green earth. Oh no, that we was gonna make a million dollars ever. Like there was no, Good. but there is millions of ways to make money. Yes, you know what I'm saying. But people aren't ready for that. I think for that psychological battle that you're gonna have to do it on your own for to, sure. You know what I'm saying to do it on your own. So to answer that question, do you want my network marketing answer? <laughs> <laughs> I want your, I want your, I want your real answer. So, what I would tell somebody if I was still in a high That's level so leadership, funny. the fact that she said you're never marketing into y'all, yes, would the tell only you everything risk you is you. <laughs> That's your never marketing answer. The only risk is you. That's hilarious. It's true though. It doesn't matter if it's. Tr- <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's true, because it, it's a play on words. <laughs> that is my never marketing answer. Is that? No, for real. So for real. The the risk is you because 
if you're not willing to do what it takes, then you are the risk. You are the person that puts yourself at risk. The other risk is um, believing that you've made enough money at a thousand dollars a month to quit your job. Yeah, that is the craziest thing you could ever do. Now, y'all don't get me wrong. I told him out he could leave at five grand. I said, bro, we cool. You know what I'm saying? But one, there's a difference between <laughs> I that crazy. five thousand a month and an extra five thousand dollars a month. But I think those those things are the risk that um you get too not too ambitious. I don't think you could be too ambitious, but you get overly ambitious to where you feel like uh, once you are embedded in that culture, that this is all I need. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll kick your legs from up under your feet because you're now I'm leaving my job. I can't stand this job. I'm making all this money doing this, that and the third. But it's like the job is the stability when things aren't always up. And I think the biggest risk, like I said, the conversations that aren't being had, which because it's detrimental to the business is about how to and I, actually, I don't think it's detrimental to the business. I just think it was a conversation that wasn't had because I think. I think we wouldn't have such a bad taste for how things ended if there were conversations around how to navigate the lows the same way there were to push you to the highs and then how to sustain those highs. Mm-hmm. That was always the conversations. Um, but back to, back to the risk is it's being um, I think one of the biggest risks is um, isolation as well um because there is a period of separation that's necessary um but depending on the type of culture that you're in it could be presented as if if this per if people around you don't want to do this you cannot be around them Mm. and one of the things i'm most grateful for is that we didn't subscribe to that because um when things weren't great you needed that support you didn't i didn't need the support system and the things weren't great part i needed the support system of like yo you know who i am i don't have to put on and be your leader i don't have to put on for you to respect me and Mm -hmm. nothing i can literally just be britney you know what I mean? I don't have to try to give you all the, I'm not here to, I'm at the cookout to be at the cookout. Feed me, give me the drinks. Let's get mm-hmm. lit. I don't, I don't, I can't do that everywhere. You know, I didn't have to be that perfect person. Um, And so I think one of the biggest risks is being put in a sense of isolation to where you feel like if these people, if there are people around me that don't believe how I believe and they don't speak how I speak and instead of bringing them into your world or like giving them a book to read or some motivation to help them configure their mindset as well, you would just act as if they don't exist and they can't be around you. And I think that is one of the most detrimental things because I hear from people all the time where they're like, yo, my friends don't need F on me because... I called them so I could hit a rank and I never called them again until I needed to hit another rank. Hmm. And, you know, um, or I told them I couldn't chill with them. I didn't go out no more. I just became a whole nother person. And it's like, you can lose yourself. Um, and, and like no longer be who you were, you know, um, and, and on both sides, because even, even, and we'll talk about this on part two, but even from a trauma perspective, one of my um, homegirls, shout out to her because she she reminded me she was like yo you're not even her husband remember they was at our house and her husband was like um you know how do you feel about something like that and I was like it could be worse and they were like what that's not you like that's not the Britney I know like mm-hmm. you're and she was like we went to Target. She was like, Britt, you do understand that the principles from personal development still work right you do understand that you could still 
grow you can still listen you can still develop your mind Mm -hmm. um you can still put up the signs that say this is your goal you can still put up the pictures saying these are the things that you want for you and your family but because there's just that there was that sour lemon that was attached to i learned all this through through this vehicle this vehicle that it felt like i didn't want to engage in that because of you know how it all went down but i I think the biggest risk like i said is you is your willingness to do um but also what you don't do and then your isolating period of who you cutting off you know what you're cutting off your job your friends your Mm -hmm. family for the sake of this business because without that business it's like you end up in this everything that i've told y'all about my identity crisis on this this whole podcast is derives from who I became through network marketing. Yeah, fine. So, all right, is it no? All right. Um, I think a great question. The other one would be, how did you feel about the people that you recruited? Okay, so or about recruiting people in general. I didn't necessarily enjoy the recruiting people part. Um, but I understood why I understood how to build through people's network. <laughs> so there would, there would be people that I would meet and I would think like, oh, they're going to kill it. Like they're going to, they're going to do well. And then there were others that were, I was thinking, I was thinking like, he's too arrogant. He thinks too, he, he thinks this is a walk in the park. He's not going to win mm-hmm. because he may have some influence in real life, but when you get into this industry, <laughs> you get humbled real quick. You get humbled real quick, and he's not gonna be able to take. He's not gonna be able to take the humble being humbled. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it it was always that battle. You you meet so many different people, um, building that that business that you kind of start learning different personality types. You start being able to read people better, and you kind of start seeing like, okay, this person. They are uh, coachable, teachable, and all these other things. They mm-hmm. have these things that most people don't have, so they're probably more than likely going to win. And it, like I said, just it was others. I'm like, there's no way in hell this person's going to win. <laughs> uh, but you know, he'll sign up. Cool. And if we'll he wants get paid. to, we're gonna get paid. But also, if he does decide to actually do what's required, he'll mm-hmm. also he'll benefit in some way. Yeah. But majority don't you know what i'm saying just from just from what i just said most people aren't going to do uh the other things yeah the intangibles the I'll intangibles they're not they're not humble enough either they just think you know people want to join me it's me you know what i'm saying i get them on a call i can get 20 people on a call you know we used to hear people let me get 20 people on a call we do a call with them and Six. they have two people there and this is the most humbling thing that you, they'll never do another call. They'll boy. never do another call with you ever again. Because Shoot, our first event, <laughs> nobody came. It was a, I had three cases of water, five Yo, bottles of wine. It was ha- just and that's the thing. The it happens to everybody. So that's why we would laugh if we were saying, like, "Okay, they're gonna get twenty people in, in a room or twenty people on the call." Okay, buddy, let's see. The worst you, know you can saying? do is talk too much. The worst thing you can do is talk before you actually <sighs> do. Shouldn't have said and that. most people do that, and and that's that's what I be thinking. I'm like, okay, buddy. I think when it comes to recruiting, um, you have to be okay with that's what it takes. Like um, some people try to mask it when it comes to network marketing. I think especially because of the type of business we were in where you could make money without recruiting. People promoted that only till you got in it to tell you (laughs) to do it. Like 
all right, cool, who we going to get on the call? Like, because the truth of the matter is when you understand, like, there are principles that you understand in this business, like um, the laws of them. Mm-hmm. Malcolm used to teach this very eloquently at all of our trainings, the three <laughs> laws of business. Yeah. The first law is that I'm a customer is not a customer, how to build it, right? A customer is not a customer until you've helped them get one. And y'all, we don't have no pitch at the end of this. We are not affiliated with any company, but we're just telling you. But we, it's like, if that's if that's what the truth, if that's what the law of the business is, then even though I promoted this to you as if you didn't have to do this, and a lot of people did join because they actually wanted to learn about Forex until you got there. Because the truth of the matter is what we understood is most people aren't going to be disciplined enough to learn Forex. So let me help you get some money. But I know you know two people. I know so, you know two yeah, people. Know At least you don't got to pay for it. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, it's it's helping people understand that. And um, that's from the recruiting standpoint. So it's understanding that network marketing requires recruiting if you want to actually make the big bucks. Yeah. Right. Um, we'll get into Forex and stuff like that in, in part two. But network marketing requires recruiting bro and you don't know who's going to lead you to one person or to you know we had um i talked to one of my homegirls she introduced me to her brother her brother introduced me to this other guy and that other guy put 1250 people into the organization yeah 1250 right <laughs> what am i looking at <laughs> i'm just staring off right here oh, what am I looking at? <laughs> I'm not you were messing up your head. <laughs> 1,250 people from one person. Mm-hmm. You never know who somebody can introduce you to, right? right. And so um, for me, it's like understanding that. And when I started to see that or like, um, you know, intro- like, like you were just talking about, you don't know who one person going to introduce you to or who's the person that had this one couple, sure. introduced us to another couple who introduced us to another couple and they took off. Yeah, it, it just just went crazy. It's just what the laws are. It's just like anything, any other law that we know of, it's the same thing. It's the same principles. And so like network marketing requires recruiting if you want to make the actual money. And the more we understood that and and really just being a person, being being a person's person, but a person with people's goals in mind, because the best thing that you can do if you want to be a leader is understanding that the best leaders have a vision that other people can fit into. Now, well, I guess we can get into that on the second episode because the leader thing is like I was telling you this. I was like, "Yo, this is why probably why people shy away is mm-hmm. because they feel like if they're not leading in the capacity of that marketing, that they're not a leader in general, right? And that's part of that trauma, that psychological battle that people have when they leave the industry. Yeah, don't get under that yet. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's deep, y'all. It's but deep. if you do want to do that, it's understanding that. Um, you have to create goals and visions that other people can fit inside of, which then they believe they can go get a th- they can go make a thousand dollars a month. They can go make two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if, if they got you to lean on and you know what you're doing. So um, I loved recruiting people. I, well, no, let me not say that. I hated recruiting people. Most I hated yeah. recruiting people. I loved building, developing, yeah. developing people. Yeah, building people was the easiest part. Especially That's what we mastered. Yeah, That's we what mastered, made us a lot yes, of money. For sure. I hated recruiting people, loved developing people um, because of what 
you know, when I realized what the potential was within me that I never knew um, until I built a business like this, I wanted to see that joy in other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to see that belief of like being able to, you know, do something significant. And at the next event, you're on the stage and you're on a panel. Like I might not be, and I might not be a keynote speaker or mm-hmm. have 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I might not be hosting a joint, but I can get on a panel if I, I loved that positioning of being able to do that. Um, so recruiting people, I mean, it's just a part of, it's the name of the game. People don't want to give it to you that way so that you understand what you're getting into. Right. So that you don't think that you're going to go home and not call nobody, which you don't want to do from the get go. <laughs> um, that's what it takes. Yeah. No, I think, I think this is why it took us so long to have this conversation or just talk about this industry in general, because it's what honestly, no marketing is what, what made us, you know what, what grew us we grew oh up in network gosh. marketing we <laughs> started up. we started at what 24 24 i turned so 25 we it turned was right 25. it was right after college you know yeah. what i'm saying like two years after college or something like that so that's all we knew in our 20s right because we just turned 30 on this pot y'all know we just turned 30 on the podcast right so we we had grew up in it and to have that have the time to to think back okay Everything wasn't bad. No. Everything well, wasn't bad at all. You know what I'm saying? That, that was kind of one of the, some of the best times of our life. It was a chapter in our life. That was great. That was great. Um, we learned a lot. Um, we just unfortunately um, saw a lot happen towards the end. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that kind of we wish happened differently, but it is what it is. We needed that too. We needed that too. Um, because we we learned so many lessons. This podcast doesn't happen without without <laughs> trying to figure out what's season. next. You know what I'm saying? I, without that season of our life coming to an end, um, we don't have this podcast. We don't have this outlet at all. So, um, so have you ever wondered how we got here? How we got here is definitely yeah due to network marketing. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk about it. <laughs> right? Oh man. Uh, this is this was dope. This was dope. Um, the first episode at least yeah, of it. There's there's a lot more to come. But um, I think uh, we need to talk about what happened to them forex sneakers, though. I think that is the question on the floor. Uh, I, think, for I think everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to know what really happened. What really happened to them forex? And this is not one of those. <laughs> let me not even tell you what it is. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Um, I'm your co-host, Brittany. And you can... Oh, shoot. I messed it up again. All right. Uh, I'm your co-host, Brittany. And I'm Malcolm. And you can follow me at Brittany Denell. And you can follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscores Garrison. And don't forget to follow this on Let's Talk About It podcast on all platforms. Uh, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. That's where we at. And don't forget to make sure oh, we got to get y'all into the listener lounge. So let's talk about it pod.com um, so we can hear your thoughts on this episode. Have you ever been in a, in a network marketing company? <laughs> right. Have you ever went to a barbecue and then uh, wanted to be in a presentation? Because that's what happens. <laughs> it, it literally is. Have you ever thought about it? What are, and and you know what are your thoughts in regards to it? We want to know. And so we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. All right. Real quick, can you tell the listeners what they can look forward to this season? 
Well, one of the biggest things that I'm most excited about is about the fact that we want to keep the conversation going. Over the last three seasons, every single week, we get some text messages, DMs, comments, people that just are saying, I wish I could have had this conversation. I want to hear what other people are thinking about when it comes to the topic that was discussed, whether it be about money, sex, relationships, marriage, parenthood, entrepreneurship, career pivots, everything that we talked about, people have had comments that they want to share. That's how the comment section was even birthed. So now we're launching the listener lounge the listener lounge is going to be our private community where those of you that are listening to the show you have an opportunity to literally discuss every episode ask questions we're going to be hosting some live q a's where we can talk together shoot you might even be able to be on the show as a live listener um and so we got some really exciting things that we're excited about but mostly being able to engage with you and hear your perspectives hear your enlightenments as we go through this season and the seasons to come and even last season and this season before that and before that so make sure you guys are tapped in and so let's talk about it pod.com and go ahead and get tapped in to the listener lounge.